Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Stay crunchy, even in milk. Josh Wheaton, creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that happens to be the title of this week's podcast, Crunchy. A prompt is a word or phrase meant to stimulate a writer's mind so they can write just to see what presents itself. It can be an everyday word like asparagus, a word not usually given, carnival, for example, or a phrase such as, it was the worst, or it was too late. Sometimes when I'm feeling a bit cheeky in my writing class, I like to tackle all the prompts at once, just when it seems like they have absolutely nothing in common. My first sentence might be something like, it was the worst carnival imaginable, with vendors selling sticks of asparagus instead of corn dogs. You can see right away how easily I can end up with an unusual story. One of my favorite words is crunchy. I love to say it. I love to see it written. It's a word that grabs your attention, and it's never skipped over. Crunchy can be a word that creates a distinct division among people, creamy versus crunchy peanut butter being one example. Usually people are in one camp or another, and they don't welcome encroachment. Crunchy can conjure up a healthy snack like a carrot or a less healthy snack like a Butterfinger candy bar. It's not a bland word, and saying it involves all parts of the mouth, tongue, and teeth. And sometimes, in the realm of vegetables in the South, it can really upset the apple cart of cooking, as evidenced by canned asparagus versus the fresh, more al dente version. When I served this vegetable to my daddy, who preferred the canned ones, he asked if I forgot to cook it because it didn't immediately disintegrate in his mouth. When I think of crunchy, one of my favorite cookies comes to mind, oatmeal with walnuts and white chocolate chips. I made these for a friend and thought the white chocolate chips would be an odd addition, but I've come to love them because they had just a little more, well, crunch to the cookie. Another favorite discovered during COVID is a sugar cookie recipe that has granola in it. I believe the recipe was referring to one kind, but since all I had was a melange of almost empty granola bags as well as some I had made myself, I decided to include all of them. What a carnival of flavors! Banana chips from one bag, pecans and maple flavor from another, and hazelnuts and coconut from my own granola. A crunchy delight in every bite. There are, of course, areas where the descriptor crunchy is not such a good one. While a nice scald on the top of your macaroni and cheese is the perfect topping to an already wonderful concoction, one does not want any macaroni to get so crunchy as to break a molar when you chew. The same is true of popcorn, which can send you to the dentist in a heartbeat if you bite down on one of those unpopped kernels. And let us not forget toffee. It's meant to be crunchy, just like its cousin, peanut brittle, but make it too thick, and your teeth have to gird their loins just to break it apart. As one gets older, one has to watch out for some health hazards like these. 
or so I've been told. Meat is seldom described as crunchy, but even here there's a place for this favorite word. There is crunchy, and then there is the more mundane chewy. If a piece of meat is chewy, as far as I'm concerned, it's not the best cut of meat. A sirloin can be tasty, but if it's too chewy, it's no bueno for me. On the other hand, a filet mignon is especially tasty if it has just a bit of a crunchy crust on it from searing. In the roasting department, there is the crunchiness of Brussels sprouts, roasted in the oven with olive oil and salt. It's so good, it seems almost sinful. And I have a suspicion Crunchy wouldn't mind one bit being considered a bit sinful. Putting all references to food aside, let's consider the word Crunchy by itself. It kind of springs off the page, don't you think? That word has legs that make it bounce into your brain. There's something delightful that happens when you put a pile of crunchy, noisy tissue paper in front of a cat. My cat Sid loves to dive into it and roll around, attacking it from all angles. I have also caught my other cat Nancy, who rarely deigns to let herself be seen, stepping into a pile of tissue and jumping almost straight up in the air when it makes that crunchy sound. Clearly, crunchy can be fun. I hope you're getting how important it is to use the appropriate word, and more important than that, how a misuse can construe something you never meant. While I think complimenting a cook on the crunchiness of the salad, inferring the ingredients are fresh, is acceptable, it's never wise to use that same word to describe the bread. Yes, crunchy bread crust is a favorite of mine, but a more desirable adjective would be aromatic or even delicious. One does not want to infer the hostess has served a bread whose only good trait is that it has a little crunch to it. When I was first married, I served Cornish game hens to my new in-laws. I'd never made them before, but they looked so cute, I thought they would just make the meal. I knew you had to stuff them, so I bought some of that. I did not, however, read the stuffing label. Instead, I blithely inserted the little squares of herb bread into the hens and stuck them in the oven. In about an hour, out they came, brown as you please. All was well until my mother-in-law attempted to cut into hers, and out came those pellets of overcooked bread like buckshot on the plate. They were way past crunchy and not in a good way either. I cannot think of a time hearing the word crunchy has failed to bring a smile to my lips, even if you consider that Gornish game debacle. Where would the word be without this adjective? I cannot imagine a vocabulary without crunchy, a cookie without crunch, or peanut butter without a nutty, crunchy flavor. I claim crunchy as my word for everything that makes my mouth come alive. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.